Hi, welcome back to episode two of Opelousas General's Generally Speaking Podcast. I'm Andrew Brickley, the Vice President of Business Development, here with... Tracy Ante, I'm the Foundation Director here at Opelousas General. Thank you for being with us today. We have a great show with Dr. Constance Cole today who works at Santra de la Vie. So before we get to that interview, just to, just to let you know some things that are happening at Opelousas General in the near future. Um, we have a couple of new things that are going on, um, but for right now, all of you golfers, um, I have a golf tournament for you. The foundation will have our annual golf tournament that supports our foundation scholarship program on April 1st, and I'm not fooling you, it is on April Fool's Day. Um, we will start at noon. If you are interested in competing, I suggest you get your team together and you can go look at opelousasgeneral.com and get all the details and go ahead and get your team signed up as soon as possible. And again, that's gonna be on April 1st right here at Opelousas. And when people go to the website and they are interested in becoming a sponsor? Is there information on the website too for that? For yeah, there's tons of information. Everything will um, be available, whether you want to register your team, if you want to just make a donation even, or if you want to go ahead and secure your sponsorship, all of that is available to happen on the website. So that's, we're trying to make it easy, um, but mark the date down, get your team together. I hope to see some friendly competition. We will pray for sunshine and dryness and that it's an awesome day to go golfing. What you got going on, Andrew? Our Know Your Numbers low-cost wellness screening program. Uh, it is offered on Fridays. The upcoming dates will be April 12th, July 26th, and October 25th from 7 to 10 a.m. And it is at our South Campus. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with where our South Campus is, it is uh, 3983 I-49 South Service Road. We offer four tests, which are basic blood tests, but it helps someone get a good snapshot of what's happening with themselves right now. Uh, we offer a glucose test at, for $2, and that is just a, a value of your blood sugar at that moment in time, and it's used to assess your risk for developing diabetes. Uh, the lipid profile is usually is used for heart health, uh, it will include a total cholesterol test, your HDL, your, H, your LDL, your HDL, and your triglycerides. And it, again, this is a test that's used to, to assess your risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Uh, your A1C is offered for $15. And how this differs from your glucose test, this actually looks at your blood sugar behavior over a three-month period. So. To loud my dad out, he was a diabetic for a while, but he would always cheat before he went in to have his glucose test done. He would come back with shining results, and when his endocrinologist caught on to him, he gave him the A1C test. So you really can't beat this test, and it will basically show the behavior and the trending of how your blood sugar behaves over a three-month period. So, And there's also the TSH, which is a basic thyroid test, and it will give a basic value of your, of your thyroid to know if you're uh, hypo or hyperactive uh, when it comes to your thyroid health. Right. So, Which is super important. So what happens if um, no one, someone's never been to Know Your Numbers before and they come to South Campus? What do they need to bring with them? Can, how do they need to pay? What happens? How do they get the test results? Uh, you can just show up, no appointments necessary, uh, and we'll register there. The whole thing will probably take about 10 minutes at best 
to pay, you can use either, either cash, and we also accept credit and debit cards as well. Uh, to get the results, we will send you a copy in the mail. Typically, you get your results in about seven to 10 business days. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And that's just wanted to make sure that people realize that um, a lot of these tests are very expensive. Um, this is not uh, your, your insurance having to get involved in any way. This is the price is the price. Uh, and you can, you know, pay with, with your cash or card, you get the results. And you're also not going to spend a half day um, trying to get the test done. This is 10 minutes in and out at our South Campus. So definitely mark that date. And when is the next Know Your Numbers? April 12th at the South Campus from 7 to 10 a.m. Okay, 7 to 10. So make sure you mark your calendars for that. Um, and just keep an eye on our Facebook page, Opelousas General Health System, uh, for updates on when Know Your Numbers is taking place. And uh, one more thing just to keep in mind and keep an eye out for is our Mako Robotic Arm Assisted Technology. This is something brand new um, that Opelousas General is going to be offering. We are going to have a chamber after hours to introduce Mako to our community on Thursday, March the 7th at our main hospital in the front lobby. Um, it'll start at 5 p.m. and go until 6.30 p.m. So what uh, Mako is, is it's a safe alternative for partial knee, total knee, and total hip surgeries. Um, it includes the accuracy and precision of Mako's robotic arm. So it's a really interesting, cool piece of equipment. We will actually have the Mako out so that people can see it, they can touch it, they can ask questions, they can talk to the doctors. Awesome. Thanks, Tracy. So if that's it, then uh, we will get right into our interview with Dr. Cole. With us today is Dr. Constance Cole. Uh, she is uh, our physician at Centro de la Vie, our Opelousas General Health System South Campus. Uh, Dr. Cole specializes in hematology and oncology. Thank you for being with us today. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. First question, what led you to specialize in hematology and oncology as a practice? So um, my first year in medical school, we have these um, experiences where one day a week you would shadow a physician in a different specialty to kind of get an idea of what they did and introduce you to things that you might not be familiar with starting out um, in the medical field. And so I had an experience at a, a private cancer clinic um, and the doctor's name was Dr. Erin Fleener, I'll never forget. And I went in with her on a newly diagnosed breast cancer. Um, the patient was there with her family and just the, the conversations that they had, the compassion that she showed, um, the thought process that went into planning this patient's treatment course and how she explained that to the family and helped them get an understanding of what was going on just really like sat with me and I, I never forgot it. So moving forward in my career, I always had that experience. Um, with me and as you learn as you go through medical school and you have your own clinical experiences I was always drawn uh, to hematology oncology um, I think it's a very unique field and I, I love the relationships that develop between you and your patients and that's why we wanted to do this because we just we wanted you know if our patients are if you're sitting in a waiting room right now and you're waiting to be called back like this is just a good opportunity just to really hear your voice um, and just get to know you because I think that there's um, there's always a perception of a disconnect and mm -hmm. like you can't have a personal conversations. We wanted it to be that way. Um, can you just kind of tell our community where you came from and how long 
you've been here. What, what do you think about our little fun part of the world? And Excellent. Yeah, I can do that. So um, I'm originally from Brenham, Texas, and a lot of people don't know where that is, but it is famous for a few things. Bluebell ice cream is one of them. So that is the home of Bluebell ice cream. So that's kind of how I get people to know where I'm from. <laughs> um, and my family's been from that area for forever. Um, it's a nice small town. So I had a, a really nice childhood. Um, I'm the oldest of uh, four children. Um, I have three uh, younger brothers as well. And most of my uh, education took place in Texas. I'm a Baylor Bear, very proud, Sikkim Bears. Um, and then I went to medical school um, at Texas A&M, so I'm also an Aggie. Not as proud to be an Aggie as I am a Bear. I have a preference, but I shouldn't. Um, and then I did my uh, fellowship and uh, residency, uh, or my residency, um, at uh, Baylor Scott and White in Temple, Texas. Um, I came to Louisiana for fellowship. I matched at um, LSU Shreveport, and I always had the intention of going back to Texas. I never had the intention of staying here. I just wanted to see something different, train someplace different, um, and I had an excellent experience there. And somewhere along my fellowship career, I met a guy, now my fiance, his name is Raymond, and he had a big influence on me staying um, in Louisiana. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then coincidentally, um, when I was looking for jobs um, during fellowship, I came across a, an ad for the job here. And so I sent in my, my resume and things, and I got a call back from Craig Wardigo. And it was a very funny conversation. He was like, we have a mutual friend. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know anybody in that area. <laughs> and then Dr. Sager, who's also a, a hematologist oncologist here, hops on the phone. Well, we've known each other for a very long time. Um, she did her uh, residency and fellowship at the same place where I did residency. So a very good friend of mine. And so when we made that connection, it kind of things just fell into place um, after that. I interviewed here, had an excellent experience, and I felt like this would be a nice place for me um, uh, to start. I really did like the connections that I made. Um, the group of people that were involved in bringing me in and interviewing me, um, they put their best foot forward. They made a really good impression, and it was kind of hard to, to walk away from that. I didn't really consider many other positions after I had this interview, so I was kind of sold. I didn't let them know that, but I was kind of sold <laughs> after I came uh, the first time. And my time here in Opelousas so far, um, things happened very quickly. I got settled in uh, sooner than what I what I thought. Um, the clinic is growing. Um, I have an excellent group of patients. Um, the people of this community are so caring uh, and compassionate. And I find myself like talking with patients that are more concerned with me and mm -hmm. not themselves. That That's just kind of the, yeah. the people that we have around here. So um, since I've been here, it has been a wonderful experience, and I, I'm really pleased with my decision to come. We are team. We're very mm -hmm. glad you're here. That's a great um, story. It is a great story. Um, I will high five your fiance next time I see him. <laughs> yeah. Once again, and I remember uh, meeting you and everybody came for the open house, and it was really great. Um, and I, I knew it was going to be something exciting. There's, um, and we just haven't asked you to do all the other things that we want you to get involved in. Oh. Yeah, this so is, there's more. Yeah, this is all the breathing. <laughs> We're teasing you. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, there's there's much more to come. Absolutely. So, with uh, perhaps folks who are familiar with Opelousas General, and perhaps maybe people who are listening to this podcast for the first time, because you specialize in hematology and oncology treatments uh, or, or medicine, uh, for lack of a better term. If there's someone who's listening to this podcast who 
feels they might be having a problem or they, they, they're they suspicious that they could be going down a road mm -hmm. where they might need to have some sort of intervention or some type of, type of treatment. What's the best bit of advice that you could give that person who's listening? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So a lot of people have um, fears about cancer. Um, and it's because everybody probably knows someone personally or has a friend of a friend who has cancer, and it can be very, very scary. Um, the advice that I give anybody that I talk to is the first step in any process to, is to have a good primary care physician um, and, and see your primary care physician regularly um, because prevention is key. So if you feel bad or you're having symptoms, you have to get in and see someone to get that evaluated fairly early. So if there is something problematic, we can get the, the ball rolling and get the, the process started. So my first advice, anybody feeling bad or concerned um, that they might have cancer or concerned that there's something going on, see your primary care physician, start the workup evaluation, and whatever the results are will kind of guide what happens next. But you got to make that first contact. And a lot of people are afraid to do it because they don't want to know. Mm -hmm. um, but I would encourage you to just fight through that fear and, and ask questions and get seen. Yeah. I mean, it's not being from Louisiana. I've been here, it'll be three years this, this August, and it's a very different type of mentality when you talk, to, I've had the opportunity to talk to folks at our health fairs throughout the years, and when we offer certain tests, like a, a PSA for the gentleman when they come in, it's, you know, $15, which is a, a steal to be able to have that kind of test done, and just trying to see if there's interest. I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, if, as long, I might have it, but if I don't take the test and I don't know, then I then it's really not an issue where I'm just kind of like, Ooh, yeah. no. Yeah. And that's, and that's just, it's really important. Um, the, the field of, of treating malignant disease has changed drastically. Um, and so I think in people's mind, they have this picture of, of people being bald and hovering over a toilet from nausea from related to treatments. And it's really not like that anymore. I'm not going to give you the illusion that getting chemo if you have cancer is going to be a walk in the park, but we've made a lot of advances. And so catching a disease process early, intervening, only increases your chance of cure. And I think the fear of it is probably worse than the actual experience itself. And, and most patients will tell you that. They had all of this fear and anxiety built up, and then once they got started, it kind of melts away. Um, and this is a, a community practice. Um, when you come to the cancer center, it's not just one person helping take care of you. There's many people helping take care of you. And so we do a really good job of trying to support our patients through this process as well as their families so that they can get the most out of it, finish their treatment, and we pray for excellent outcomes for them. So ask questions, get seen, and just try to work through your fear. I think it'll be more rewarding in the end for you. From, from the patients you've interacted with, maybe what's an example of maybe a, a, something that's a that's come along through technology that's really honed the treatment for that that people when they've gotten it or have received it said, mm -hmm. I, I never knew it was like this, mm -hmm. or I never knew it was this easy. I think the the biggest example that I have is. Traditionally, chemotherapy is given through the IV, and most people will have to come in and get an infusion. Uh, but for certain types of cancers, there's oral therapy that's available now. So some patients don't even have to go through the process 
of coming to the treatment room and getting an IV infusion. We can treat them with oral therapies. So if I had to think of one thing, that's probably the one thing that'll stick with the patient the most is getting away from the idea that, oh my gosh, I need chemo. I have to come in and get an infusion and do things like that. So we have um, a lot of different therapies that have come out. Immunotherapy has also changed the landscape. Um, it's improved survival and um, the time that a patient goes without having recurrent disease significantly. It's a lot more tolerated, a lot better tolerated um, than chemotherapy traditionally. And so there's some patients who have been maintained with uh, advanced disease for a long time and they're doing quite well. So, um, and our field changes so drastically in the next 10 years, there's probably gonna be hundreds of new therapies that come out um, that are probably gonna only improve where we are right now. Very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you coming and talking to us, and um, we're going to make a list of all the other things we want you to do. Um, <laughs> we appreciate your time. We're very, very happy to have you in our community. And if you have not been to our South Campus lately, um, I strongly encourage you to come and visit and come and see how beautiful Centre de la Vie, our cancer center, is. Um, the phone number is 337-942-1126, and we hope to see you back soon.